What's up? Hello? Hi, hi, hello. Are you just like using your AirPods to do this? Yep. Just You're just really phoning it in now, aren't we? We just... What? What does that mean? Where's your microphone? Well, I didn't plan on doing this. Remember? I was going to do it when I got home. Yeah. So you're in... Are you in Rome? Yeah. Yeah. Also, just I'm... eat. Just eat really crunchy <laughs> chips. Per perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crinkle the bag a little bit more. That's what we need to do. These are like... These are healthy Doritos. They taste just like Doritos. Really? Just in case anyone was wondering. Yes. Mm. I'm in Muskegon. Muskegon. Where's Muskegon? Michigan. Is that close to Muskogee? I have no idea. Why are you in Muskegon? Because that's where Electric Forest is, and I'm playing tonight. I was supposed to play like a daytime set. Not daytime, 6 okay. o'clock. And I literally, the festival's 45 minutes from this hotel. Got all the way there. Got there. Massive thunderstorm comes through. They're like shelter and placing, you know, because there's a fucking lightning strike Whoa. or some shit. And basically, like, every mm -hmm. time a lightning strike happens within a certain radius, they have to, like, start a clock over, like, 30-minute clock. And they have to wait until no lightning strikes have happened for 30 minutes before they can restart the festival. Yeah. So, basically, I drove all the way over there, got all ready to go play at 6, and got there. And they and I couldn't play. So, I came all the way back. And now I'm, I have to go back and play at 11 o'clock. And I'm so tired. How long does that mean you have to, like, DJ for? An hour and 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I'm so well, that's jet -lagged. not too I'm, bad. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I am. I don't know what anything is. I'm glad that you're in Muskegon. 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 Mus I'm you glad that you're in... What? I really thought they would have northern accents here. They don't. So where are you again? Muskegon. No, but where... What state is that? Michigan. Oh, you're Michigander, eh? There's no northern accents here. No one speaks like this, huh? No? No. Oh. No. Wow. No. 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 Apparently we don't know. <laughs> they speak normal. Hmm. <laughs> Are there any cute boys in Muskegon? You know, unassumingly cute. Like, up here, you know, up here, that it just like, they just, it seems like they just sleep outside, and I just really like that. <laughs> Is one in your room right now? Because you kind of looked over. You were like, uh, uh. no, Val's here. Oh, Val's here. Wait, okay, so you're back yeah. in LA. You're back in LA. I'm back in LA. We wrapped on BIP nine, which is a couple of days ago. And oh, so you've like been back in LA for a couple yeah. days. No, I got back last night. Oh, I see. Yeah. Are you happy we, to be we, home? Or? So happy to be home, dude. Sarah. So Sarah came out. You know, obviously, and. Got to visit and see the set and yeah. um, was very excited. And then we went into town and we got drinks with some friends. And then we got more drinks with Jesse. And then we went and had dinner with Jesse. And then we went out more. And so the next day, Sarah and I were super duper hungover. And... I was like, man, I I have not been this. I mean, granted, yes, we we were out and we were drinking. We drank a good bit, but like, I have not been this hungover in a very long time. Like, I couldn't get out of bed. I I was supposed to go do a bunch Ooh. of pickups for the show, and I was like, guys, I'm not well. I can't do it. We get we got to push. We got to push these pickups to like to tomorrow. I couldn't get out of bed except for when I was running to the bathroom oh. and 
I shit you not. Pun intended. Um, I peed out of my butthole for four days oh straight. Oh my god! Didn't need to know. I need all the YFTers to know that oh, I got from, from, nailed from drinking. No, so we. So there's a couple ways that you can get nailed in Mexico, okay, and get the old uh, Montezuma's revenge. You talk about this every year. I know. I, I never get it in paradise. Like I'm usually always good, but this year I got nailed. And there's th- these are the ways. Just so you know, this is these are these are the, the signs to look for if you go to Mexico and you don't want to get sick. But it's almost an inevitability. So I would say, like, number one, you should make sure you go with some charcoal pills, some Pepto-Bismol, and some Imodium. Just go. If you are going to Mexico without those things, you're a crazy person. And then once you get to Mexico, you should go to a far- La Farmacia, and you should buy those things because it's going to happen to you. But here are the things you got to look out for. Obviously, you can't drink tap water, right? Right. Can't drink the tap water there. The other thing you got to look out for are salads because they wash the lettuce in the tap water. So, boom, right there. So, you can't eat salads. That's why everyone eats uh, ceviche because it's kind of like a salad, but it's just like the bacteria is just murdered by all the lime juice and salt and shit. The other way that you can get nailed is by the ice in drinks. And you got to be careful not to get drunk and eat the ice, which I do Ah. because I'm that type of person. I think it's okay if you drink your drink with the ice in it, but just don't eat the ice. Fascinating. And both Sarah and I, I don't know what we did to that bitch, Montezuma. And it was so bad that we were like, and this doesn't happen to me. Well, you must have an ironclad stomach, but also like you're in the... You're in the minority of people, though. Like, this is a pretty normal thing for people to get. Huh. Val, do you get sick when you go to Mexico? Like, diarrhea and shit? You said not really. It depends on what you eat, but listen. Anyway, so Sarah and I both got the Montezuma's Revenge. I don't know what what we did to that bitch, but let me tell you what. We were peeing out of our buttholes for four days straight. The the flight back home, let me tell you, son, uh, it was touch and go. Who knew what was going to happen? I mean, we were living on the edge of the seat. And luckily enough, you guys, we both you guys were able... You did that on the plane? Luckily, we were able to hold off for like the, you know, like the three-hour flight. Four like, passengers, you know? Did, oh, I know. But did the Bubba Gump's uh, airport lounge uh, restroom get absolutely slaughtered by... Ugh. This loose butthole? Yeah, it did. Ew. All right. So anyways, that Montezuma got its revenge on us. And yeah, Montezuma, I'm not going to forget, okay? Mm. I'm coming for your ass. I, I did that kind of bit on my uh, Instagram. And I was like, that bitch Montezuma got me. She dug her nails in. But don't worry, I'm going to get my revenge on Montezuma. First of all, I guess I spelled Montezuma wrong. Okay. I, so many people had to be like, this is not how you spell Montezuma. Okay, whatever. I, you, everyone understood what I was saying, number one. And then everyone was like, Montezuma was a king of the Aztecs, not a girl. I'm like, okay. Enjoy the joke. I'm over here shitting my brains out. And you're worried about my grammar and my my knowledge of fucking Yucatan Peninsula history from 1430s on? No way, bro. I'm not that guy. So here we are. 
fascinating. I would like to note to all the wife tears out there, I took my first semi-solid poop earlier today. We so don't need to things know. are looking we just, up. We don't, no, I we think don't you do. Mm-mm. I don't hold anything back from the YF tears. Maybe you should. The YF peers out of my butt. More like it. I could do without that so anyways, for the rest um, of my life, honestly. Well, uh, I'm sorry. That's not, that's not what's happening. I saw that you were in Italy. Italia, yeah. Was it great? It was great. I was with my mother and a little crew, and like we had a great time, honestly. I feel like my Italian's getting pretty good. I've got like five words down, and I almost learned how to count to ten. It was lovely. Give us the words that you know in Italiano. Well, I had a full conversation. Val will love this. I had a full conver- full Italian com- conversation with my Uber Eats delivery guy. I um, literally didn't use any English words at all. It was like an entire interaction in only Italian, okay? He said... Wow. He said, buongiorno, and I said, ciao, and then um, he said, brandy, like with my order, and I said, si, and, uh, and then he said something else, and uh, I said, grazie, and that was it, and, that, and it was all Italian, no English. So you said, hello, <laughs> yes, and goodbye. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and thank you. Thank yeah. you was in there, too. That's good. Yeah. Wow, you are... A whole interaction, no English. I felt good about it. Good for you. I mean, I you're good about fluent it. now. I know, and I can order a coffee in full Italian, cappuccino de avena. Well, that's just because you know. Oat milk cappuccino. Oh. Mm. De avena is oat milk. Oat milk, yeah. Mm. And sometimes they don't have that. So then I say, ah, this, uh, de soya. And yeah, and I just, you know, like, I really feel like I'm fluent in Italian now. What is that when they don't have oat milk? Soy milk, which, you know, isn't my favorite, but over there, like, that's the uh, most common non-dairy uh, milk. So is it called soya? Soya. Not like con leche. Mm-mm. That would be Spanish, I believe. I, I, yeah, but Spanish and Italian, they're all the romance languages. They're very, very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And how's your hot stepdaddy doing? He's doing great. He's filming a movie over there. And so we decided, I don't know who came up with the term really, but we decided two days into the trip to, that it was going to be Tish's Tishlerette since she didn't really get a bachelorette. There. We were just, you know, Tish was thriving. We just had the best time. We went to this cute island called Ischia because we were going to mm-hmm. go to Capri, but everyone was like, Capri's really busy and really posh and we're just not posh people. So we decided to go to Ischia, which is like a little off the grid. And it was awesome. It was like very chill. Pretty sure we were the only tourists like in the vicinity. A lot of locals, they all hated us, but it was fine. And we took a boat out one day and then we went island hopping and we went to a cute little island called Ponza. Then man, if we thought they hated us on Ischia, they really hated us on Ponza. And I was with like, okay, so I was with my mom, my friend Kirsten, who's allergic to shellfish, which everywhere you go on the coast, like that's all they fucking serve is like fish and shellfish. And then Dom's two daughters who both like are like, I can't have dairy. I can't have gluten. Like I don't eat fish. I don't, I'm allergic to avocado. Like their diet restrictions are insane. So every time we would go eat, literally like everybody was just ordered like pasta Bianco and everyone just hated us because that's Mm. not what they wanted to make us. They wanted us to eat fish and like seafood and nobody would do it. Wow. So they hated us a lot. Tell us you're an annoying American without telling us you're (laughs) an annoying American. Literally. And I was the That's only one making the effort to speak the language. And I felt so bad at what the restaurant on Ponza that nobody wanted to order seafood. So I was like, fuck it. I was like, it's not like I'm allergic. I'm just going to, I'm just going to order what's on like what, what they want me to order or whatever. So this guy like pulled, shows me like a fucking lobster and he's like, 
said something like, do you want this? And I was like, you know what? See, yes. Give me the lobster. I'll try the lobster. And he brings back this huge ass plate of like four pasta noodles and two massive lobsters. I was thinking it was going to be like lobster pasta, like lobster in the pasta. No, no, no. I was supposed to like dismember the lobster and eat it. And I don't know how to do that. So then it was even worse because he was, he asked me, he was like, do you know how to eat this? And I was like, yeah, 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 see, 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 yeah, we're, tutu bene, all good. Like we're good. And I didn't know how to do it. So I was like, they're trying to eat it with a fork. They hated us. Yeah. I kind of hate you guys just from hearing about it. <laughs> but we had a great time, honestly. Well, that's good. You're an Okie from Muskogee and I'm, <sighs> I'm back in Los Angeles. Muskegon. Muskegee. Muskegon. Um, should we start the show? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like your your energy level is at an all-time low right now. It is, and I have to play a set. Like, I have to, like, this is why I wanted a podcast, so that you'd help keep me awake, because I am gassed. I am, like, running on fumes. And what time is it there? It's... 7.30. Six? It's 7.30, and you have to go on when? 7, 7.30. Oh, 10.45. <laughs> Oh, my goodness me. I don't know how I'm going to do it. My goodness me. I don't either. All right. Well, is I think it's you because Sarah did last week. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Well, Sam Brandy. She's in Muskogee. That's okay. I got one. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. A lot in the news that I feel like we need to rip through real quick. Well, we have to talk sub. Gotta talk sub. <laughs> <laughs> gotta talk sub what else if we're gonna talk about anything it's it's sub talk <laughs> okay just first of all like it's, it's a tra tragedy right it like, is very sad yeah a bunch of, of people like, died. Be laughing no but like what i learned from like tiktok and the internet was like there's nothing people love more than seeing billionaires die for whatever <laughs> oh reason god <laughs> It's true, like, it was revolutionary, taking down the bourgeoisie craziness of everyone being like, these stupid billionaires paid $250,000 to go in this giant tube that was giant, controlled teeny, by tiny, a lot... Teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny, tube. tiny tube that was controlled by a Logitech Bluetooth controller. remote control. 
Yes. And then go down to the ocean floor and look at footage of something that I've seen in a James Cameron film. Yep. My big thing about this was there are no windows on this thing. No, it was one, completely one tiny window. like enclosed. I don't even think there was a window on it. Yeah, there's one tiny. I it was like disagree. A fi- it was like a fishbowl. They said it was above the toilet. They were like, there's a fishbowl window. And they were all talking about where the toilet was. And there was like, there is a toilet. But like, you know, you don't use it unless it's an emergency. And it's actually like right where the window is. And there's a curtain like if you have to use it. All right. So for the most part, you're looking at what you're looking at like on screens, right? Like they've got cameras exactly. down there. And so you go down, you look at like the wreckage on screens. And for me, it's like, well, if that's the case, then why don't we just send a robot drone down there? And then I can be on the top of the water looking at a screen and be like, this is the same thing. I don't understand the necessity to go down that deep to where you know it's dangerous if you're just going to be looking at a computer screen. I don't get it. Here's my other thing. I think there's a world in which this was all like one big tax evasion. They were in trouble or something and like they faked their own death. And no. now they are maybe though. No, this is a conspiracy possibly. theory. I know it's a conspiracy theory. It's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Not a good but one. They were all they they were all in like shady biz. Shady biz. Maybe this was their way to get out. And then they, they their family gets to cash in the life insurance package and they had put all their money into a shell corporation, a seashell corporation. Oh. And then they were they never really went down there. They all are living in Barbados now under assumed names. It's a possibility. I don't think so. Also, apparently the Navy heard the explosion of or the implosion of it and was like, we're just going to pretend that we didn't hear that. And uh, you guys can go look for it, even though we know that 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 thing is imploded and everyone's dead. What are, what are your thoughts on Ocean Gate? Not only would I not pay to do that, I don't even think like I would do it if somebody gave me like $2.5 million. I don't think I could get in a tiny little tube and go down to the bottom of the ocean floor. Yeah. Not to be cold hearted, but like, I don't feel that bad for you. You know, like you volunteered to do something stupid. There were tons of warnings. The papers you signed said you could die. Like my sympathies are just low. Yeah. I but know. space on the other hand, I would pay for it. I think space is less dangerous. Me too. I agree. Way less. Anyways, it's, it's crazy. And then everyone else is talking about how, like, The Simpsons predicted this and yada. And, and like, listen, The Simpsons has predicted a bunch of stuff. but Has it? Yeah. Have you not seen that whole thing? You should Google, like, the things that The Simpsons have predicted. And it is pretty crazy. Like, they predicted Trump becoming president. And they even have a thing in The Simpsons where Trump is going down an, an escalator. And all these people are, like, cheering for him. And Homer's behind him. And, like, people are holding up signs and stuff. And then there's an actual video after Trump won of him going down the escalator. Exact same thing. People holding up the exact, like, the signs in the exact same spots. It's really creepy. Wow, that's um, creepy. Like, a lot of people think that, like, that like the, the creators of The Simpsons are in some sort of, you know, the Illuminati or, like. Definitely, you know, definitely Illuminati. Make, masonic situations where they're like predicting Mm. stuff but also like maybe the simpsons have been around for 30 years and they've just done enough things on things that things are things are just eventually things that they have done episodes about will happen but there is an episode where they go down into a sunken ship and submarines and uh, doesn't go well for like the billionaires anyways it's crazy 
That is crazy. But I would go to space for sure. Me too. I would go to space. For sure. But Speaking yeah. of space, I have a show for you. Ooh, about space? It's kind of about space. Okay. It's called St- Stars on Mars. Oh. Have you heard of it? I have not. Follows a simulation of what it might be like to be an astronaut on Mars with celebrity contestants competing to be the last one standing. The Celebronaut stars on Mars. I don't know if this sounds good. It's on Fox, I believe. What's funny is that they reached out for me to go on the show and I said no. Why did you say no? I think I'm past the part in my career where I'm a contestant on reality shows. I Are think you? that that's... Yeah, I think we're past that. Hmm. At least that's what we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. We're shooting for the hosting of the shows, not the yeah, yeah, idiots yeah, on yeah. them. Yeah. So it takes place in Australia. They've built out. It looks exactly like. Um, you could have gone to Australia? Like I could have gone to Australia. I know. I think you fucked up. But I said no. Well. I don't know. But anyways, it takes place in Australia. It looks exactly like the Matt Damon Martian movie. Like it looks like exactly like that. But then it's like a bunch of celebrities. The cast is actually pretty good. So uh, Ariel Winter, who played Sarah's sister of Modern Family, played Alex. She's on it. Ronda Rousey, the uh, UFC fighter. She's on it. Tinashe, the singer. She's on it. Tom Schwartz of the Scandaval fame from Vanderpump Rules. He's on it. Natasha Leggero, who's a comedian. She's on it. Marshawn Lynch. Football player, he's on it. Lance Armstrong is on it. Tallulah Willis, who I don't know if I think that she's a star. I think that her parents are stars, but, you know. Um, McLovin's on it. Adam Rapone is on it. So anyways, they go in, and then, like, every day, William Shatner's the host, and he's like, you've got to go fix the water leak outside. So they all have to put on their suits, and they have to go out there, and they have to, like— decide who like the the commander is and who's like doing the grunt work and all this stuff and they've got, like a certain amount of time to do it and then well if they like uh every time they're done with a, a mission and they come back they have to decide who's mission critical and who's not and if like you weren't mission critical then you get like sent off mars and whatnot there's a little bit of politics involved in it but uh, it's very good and it's very funny i will say that and it does look fun okay yeah yeah, just try to stay awake through the episode. I I'm think you can trying. do it. Can we get this girl a Celsius? Can I've already had one. Can we get production to bring in her a Celsius or something? Maybe I had a two coffees couple, and a Celsius. Maybe a line of or two of cocaine. Can, what, what can we do? Honestly, here? that is probably what I need. It's probably what you need. I was thinking Adderall, but you know, it's all the same. It's the same thing. I know. Well, that's cute. I kind of wish you'd gone on that show because that would make me want to watch it more. Yeah, but like, it's still good. But you have to understand, if I had gone on that show, that means you would have had to have done this show by yourself for like a couple months. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So I don't know if you do want that because I don't know if (laughs) this show will die. It will die. (laughs) It will die. It'll die. Going back to things we got to talk about in the world. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this Russian militia for sale? That oh my god, no. you're yawning more. Okay, um, so in you know Russia's obviously fighting Ukraine, right? And so yeah. yes, they have like Russian soldiers, but like they're they're also like privatized military where you can like go buy like we'll pay for you to come fight for us. And so there is a Russian mm-hmm. private army 
that is led by this one guy. I forget his name. A couple months ago, or maybe like last month, he like went on the internet and was like, Putin, you need to fucking send us some ammo. We have no more ammo, and you want us to fight this war. Send us some ammo. And that kind of pissed off Putin because it made him look bad or whatnot. Now he's gone back on the internet being like, Putin is now firing rockets at us. They they have put uh, landmines behind us. So when we tried to when we tried to fall back, he was killing our, our men. So he's like, fuck you. I'm now fighting against Russia. And so he's gone into Russia. He's taken over a Russian city and they're marching on Russia. And now they're marching towards Moscow where Putin is. And apparently he's fled, which is amazing. And so Sarah and I were talking about this. So do you remember in Game of Thrones, people who are like being paid to protect somebody? Mm-hmm. Was it like the Hound was was a, a cell sword, yep, and exactly. uh, Brienne of Brienne of uh, of Tarth, I think, was a cell sword. Mm-hmm. And so Sarah was talking about, it and she was like, she was like fucking cell swords, and I was like, what are you talking about, cell swords? And she was like, it's a, your sword is for sale. And I guess there was a scene where, like, Jamie Lannister was like, never trust a sellsword because their loyalty isn't to you. Their loyalty is just to money. And I have another theory. If Here these guys go. are just New Age sellswords, why didn't just Ukraine or America be like, hey, 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 why don't you go fight them? We'll pay you more money. And then we don't have to do anything. Oh, it's like a game of risk. I don't know if that's really what happened, but um, I like to think that that's kind of what, maybe what happened. That's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Putin offered you $10 billion. We'll give you 20 You want Would to do we, that? though? Absolutely. Yeah? What do I know? I don't know either. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know that I'm entirely caught up because, you know, when you're in another – we've been over this. When you're in another country, you can't download shit that you can when you're in America, which is really fucking annoying. I'm, like, sort of caught up on Silo. And I do agree with you that it hit a lull there for a second, but I am back hooked, like hook, line, and sinker, like a hooked. Yeah, me too. It's so good. So good. But I don't know, I'm scared I- to talk about it in case you've seen an- another episode than me. What episode did you get to? So in the last episode I watched, she like went and confronted um, the judge in her apartment. And yes. um it was like pretty clear that the judge is like in on whatever, but maybe kind of against her will. Like she was super emo. Um, okay. Yeah. And the then, next and then, episode. <gasps> there's another one. I think so. Okay, then then what else happened? Her little sheriff buddy has uh, the syndrome, which we don't really know what that is, but like he's sick. Oh, she finds out that her fucking boyfriend was a scheming lying cheater, like all men. So like, you know, shocking. <laughs> and Oh, and we find out that the big black guy, that's scary. He's in on it. So like common. last time we common last time we talked, I was thinking that this was all an experiment and that people were watching them and that they didn't know. But now that common's in the room, like how we're calling him common. Now that he's in the room with all the screens and TVs, I'm like a bit more confused. Like it's not so straightforward. I'm like, okay, they are watching everybody, but who is they now? Like, is they like people in the silo? Like at first I was thinking there are people outside of the silo and that this was a social experiment, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah. The next episode's so good. Oh boy. Oh boy. Boy. Oh boy. I can't wait. Do we think this, boy, is, this is a limited series, huh? Yeah, I would assume so, but it's based on a book. So who knows if they can't keep on going or if there's more books after it and stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just fucking love that show. So that's, that's been my number one. 
Also, I feel like you dropped off the manifest train long, long ago. Am I correct in that? Oh, I did. Oh, my God. Okay, well, they just released um, the second half of the last season on Netflix. And there's like, that's like a 20 episode season. I've started finishing that. And I I know, like, I know you're a hater, but like, I just love that show. I just think it's great. I'm not a hater. I just fell off it. I think you're a hater. I mean, maybe I'm a hater. I don't know. It's a, it's a, there's like some parts of it that are like a little cheese ball for sure. Like, especially like, not to ruin anything. I'm not ruining anything, but there's like these scenes where Michaela is like talking to Zeke and he's like in the light in the, whatever the light is, I forget what they call it. Uh, the divine consciousness and it's like super cheese ball that's the only part i'm not thrilled about but the rest of it's really good like i feel like it's just gonna like i feel like i'm so glad netflix picked this back up and finished it because i love that show and i love josh dallas who plays um that lead character i forget his name he's great yeah. did you know that he wrote did you know that in real life he's married to jennifer goodwin no but i also don't know who jennifer goodwin is so yes you do she's in so many things what is she in she was in that rom-com that I love called Something Borrowed, but she's been in a bunch, mm. a bunch of other things. Oh, she was also in, in uh, He's Just Not That Into You. She was like uh. Justin Long's girlfriend in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's been in a lot of things. What's her name again? Jennifer Goodwin. Jennifer with a G. Uh. What? Uh. Jennifer with a G? Yeah, I think so. Je- G-I-N-N. Jennifer. Am I wrong I about that? I see that. Jennifer. Oh, yeah, I know who this person is. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, she's, yes, yes. She's married to Josh Dallas. They're cute. I went on a deep dive on her Instagrams. They're very adorable. Oh, cute. So I, you never watched it because you also don't like comedy, but there's a new season of I Think You Should Leave on right now. I don't even know what that is, do I? It's like short form comedy. This guy, Tim Robinson, is like the main guy. He's in every episode. And he's so funny, but they do an episode that is a ripoff of The Bachelor or the bachelorette oh. and it's so freaking funny i want to see if i can find it and play it for you if not if only to like hear the audio hold on okay i feel like you're just here for the zip line what all you do all day is go on the zip line i feel like that you can drop into the pool but i'm just trying to remember you were never joining us at any of the group meals and when you were reprimanded and asked to join us you ate as fast as you could and you think your connection with megan is good and you've gotten into several fights with Mike from Adventure 365, who runs the zip line. He's just too excited. He's too rough on the rope. Shut up, he Mike. He pulls on the rope. He wrenches on the rope. He thinks it's his. Shut up, Mike. It's just you, you yanked on the ropes. I said, shut up, Mike. I feel like you're just here for the zip line. It's so freak. So they're at a rose ceremony and she's like, your time is up because I think you're not here for me. You're just here for the zip line. And then it just cuts to him just going <laughs> into the pool and it's so funny and it's so you're not here for the right reasons and we always do the thing on the show of like you're here for instagram followers and stuff it's so great that it's not for instagram followers it's not for food it's not going and traveling around it's because like the stupid zipline thing anyways uh i think you should hey, leave zip it to lines are great. is they're the worst well i love like, ziplines zip lines, yeah like that's it, it, like it, like Catalina Island or like you know when you get like that. I mean, ca- type I, of I, did it, I did it in Belize. It was great. Uh, it's fun for like the first one. Then afterwards, you're like, okay. Mm, oh, I love that. I get it. <laughs> Zipping down, then you got to walk up a bunch of steps and then do it again. Fucking. I loved it. No, not for I me. would go just for the zip. See, you you're not there for the right reasons. No, I'm there for the zip line for show. Here's something that I think that like all our male listeners need to listen up to. So all and I think all of our great. female listeners, all three of them, listen to this. And then all of our female listeners, you ladies need to be sensitive to this. 
Hmm. And I call it good guy equity. Good guy equity. This is important when you're married in a relationship. When guys do good things for you, you need to remember so the next time you do something stupid, then it cancels out because you've built up some good guy equity. Case in point, Sarah and I are flying back from Mexico, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm flying first class because it was written in my contract. Sarah is not flying first class because there were no more first class seats available on that flight home. So she was back with the crying kids, you know, in the sardine can. And I said, babe, you know what? I'm going to let you have my seat because you need to sit up here and I'm going to go back there. Okay, that just shows you kind of guy I am. I am a good guy. But I was Uh like, but I want you to remember this. Okay, I need you to remember how good of a guy I was foregoing the pomp and circumstance, the braised short ribs that you were getting, the champagne mosa that you got to start your your flight out with, the hot towels and the warm nuts, all those things I have left to you. Because I am a good guy, but I'm not always a good guy. Sometimes I do stupid stuff, and I need you to remember. I need you to remember this, that the next time I do something stupid, I have built up some good guy equity that gets me out of jail. Okay? But if you if you were a really a good guy, of... you wouldn't be saying this, and you wouldn't keep tabs. You would just do it without asking for anything in return. Ah, no! No! <laughs> yeah. A um, really good guy. That's, that's what a really good guy would do. He would just do it. And not say anything and not not keep score. Yeah. Well, you know what? Those guys don't exist. So <laughs> You're right. They don't. <laughs> good luck. So good guy equity is important, I think. I'm here for it, you know? Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole time I was texting her. What's it like up there? Is it nice? Is the air sweeter? No, it's not. You know? And you know, the I think those warm towels are disgusting. And, you know, I don't ever know what to do with those warm towels. Am I supposed to put it on my face or No, you're not. What are we supposed to do with it? I think it's for your that? hands. I think it's for your hands. But for me, it's like this isn't cleaning my hands. There's nothing on this that's cleaning them. Then it just makes me cold and also makes my hands really dry. Like I just don't like them. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, I, I don't know what those towels are for. Anytime I've turned one down, people, they're like, think they like look at me like I'm insane. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want you. that. Yeah, I'm like, but I don't, I don't You're want dry hands. Good. Yeah. Well, guess what? Back in economy, we're not getting that. All right, we're not no. getting anything. We're lucky to get some pretzels. Lucky if we get some pretzels. Lucky. All right. You want a drink? Yeah. Right. Pony up some dough, kids. You can't get a mimosa here for takeoff. Oh, and also, good luck using the toilet up in the front because we can't be mixing classes all right you poor people can't shit with the rich people shit this is the first flight where i've ever been on where the announcement was like uh yeah yeah folks uh so uh don't use the laboratory unless it's in your uh side of the plane uh thanks so much over and out and i was like just say what you want to say poor people don't shit where the rich people shit, all right? This must be a thing right now because also, they said that on my flight too. They said make sure to use the lavatory in your own cabin. Yeah. What are you talking about? We're all in just one giant tube. Whatever. I was in business class. I was a, like, yeah, stay the fuck away from my bathroom. See? Yeah. 
Keep your poor penis away from my <laughs> lavatory. Seriously. <laughs> I do love that, like, every announcement on an airplane always starts with, Uh, all right, folks. It's always, Uh, all right, folks. Uh, so here's what's happening. Uh, there's a plane at the jet bridge, so we're going to stay on the, uh, runway. And then, like, two minutes go by, and it's like, uh hey folks so uh, there's a plane on the on the jetway we gotta wait uh a bit and then he ca- then the guy the pilot came on and goes uh hey folks there's a much bigger plane uh where we're supposed to be parked so uh we're gonna wait until uh either they find a a, a new place for us to park the plane or uh the bigger plane leaves. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck? Why do, why do I need to know the size of the plane? Does Is this like a big dick competition? Like the bigger planes get to fucking loiter around the gate longer? I was like, who gives a shit how big the plane is? It was a much bigger plane over there. Big dick energy on this plane. What do we got? We got a little micro penis plane over here. It's international. Anyways. Wow. That was something. <sighs> Uh, hey folks. <laughs> Next time you go to a plane, just this wait. Is it's so true. It's always, <laughs> hey folks. Why, <laughs> why, hey folks? Oh god, uh, too good. It was a long time ago where I had found an article about me that my theory was that it was an article written about me or like Sarah and I. And then it was like translated to a different language and then I think translated back into English and then like came back to us and it made zero sense. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. So we found another one and Sarah was convinced that this was a an AI bot who wrote it. But I oh. think it's still like the thing that like someone wrote it and then like it came back in English. But it could totally be an AI bot. And it's this one is just so fucking funny. Okay. So this is about Justin Makita. Justin Makita is Jesse Tyler Ferguson's husband. And Jesse Tyler oh. Ferguson is, you know, her uncle on Modern Family, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Justin Makita in like a sarong and holding an umbrella, but it's like it's like an umbrella for like shade, not for parasol. Yeah, this is from the world-renowned journalism juggernaut that is FactyNews.com. Okay, he is interested in fashion and business since childhood. As per his LinkedIn profile, she is a graduate. <laughs> of the University of California, Los Angeles. Further, he became graduated in the year 2007. As a kid, he was enrolled in private school for his primary and secondary education. And then under his picture of him holding a parasol, <laughs> wearing a sarong, Justin Makita holds the nationality of America. <laughs> He is interested in fashion and business since childhood. As per his LinkedIn profile, she is a graduate of the University of California, Los Angeles. Further, he became graduate in the year 2007. As a kid, he was enrolled in private school for his primary and secondary education. Justin Makito holds the nationality of America. 
I want this so badly to be what AI is, and it and it's just so bad. But I don't think it is. I think that's just bad translation. But it's so funny. I was gonna say I think AI is honestly better than that. I know. She is a graduate of the University of California, Los Angeles. <laughs> so good. I don't know if you saw this. Sarah sent me this, and it's so freaking. This is in Sacramento. A restaurant must pay workers $140,000 after allegedly hiring a fake priest to extract confessions of workers' sins. What? A restaurant in California has been ordered to pay $140,000 in back wages and damage to employees after it hired a priest to exact workers' confessions in what federal investigators are calling the most shameless acts of corruption an employer has taken against its staff. The U.S. Department of Labor, Labor said an employee testified that the owner of Shea Gribaldi, who operates two locations of the Taqueria Garbaldi in Northern California, hired a fake priest to hear confessions during work hours to get the sins out, including asking them if they'd been late to work, stolen money from the restaurant, or had bad intentions toward their employer. Under oath, an employee of Taqueria Garbaldi explained how the restaurant offered a supposed priest to hear their workplace sins while other employees reported the manager falsely claimed that immigration issues would be raised by the Department of Investigation. The Catholic Diocese of Sacramento confirmed that they found no evidence of any connection between the fake priest and their diocese. While we don't know who the person in question was, we are completely confident he was not a priest in the Diocese of Sacramento. Okay, so much to unpack here. But number one, who's worse? The owner who hatched up this cockamamie scheme or the guy who was like, I can be your priest. Hold on. Hold on. I think that guy. That, that guy. No, that guy's pretty amazing. Really? I mean, he's a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. But like, but then also like reality show? Totally. Maybe? We should tell Tish. I know. Yeah. Forgive me, Father, for I have <laughs> sinned. It's been three years since my last confession. <laughs> I took a shit in the. I took a oh my shit God. In the empanadas on table 42 last week because they were fucking bitches and don't tip. <laughs> that can't be real. It's real from CNN. No, <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It's not from you like... You believe everything you hear on CNN? <laughs> yeah, well, also, if you just... Okay, if C CNN did it, NBC News did it, the Today Show did it, <laughs> People Magazine did it, oh The Guardian, God. Daily Mail, Washington Post. So, well, like, Daily all Mail's the news. Trash. Daily Mail's not news. Well... Also, the Today Show is a stretch as news as well. Okay, don't fucking ruin the funniness <laughs> of what that is. Ugh, insane. Never let the truth get in the way of a good bit, <sighs> Randy. I hate, I hate that that's your tagline. It's a good you know one. What else I hate? That I have to stay up so late. I'm so tired. Oh, my God. I need a new career. You do? <laughs> I'm too old. Thinking? What were you thinking? Oh, no. What's the next one? You want to go on Stars on Mars? Mm, honestly, maybe. Yeah. I would love to go to Australia. Yeah, but they took their phones, I believe. Like, <gasps> and then they were Not stuck the like in the desert, bro. They're not in Byron Bay or some shit. The Gold Coast. They're not, they're not in the Gold Coast. Yeah, they're not in the Great Barrier Reef. Mm. 
Oh, no. They're in the desert. Um, I have a book. Oh, give it to us. So I, I think I've told the wife tears that I bought it but hadn't started it. But um, the Colleen Hoover book, it ends with us that they're turning into a movie. Um, mm-hmm. I pick up the sequel called It Starts Ooh. With Us. Ooh. It's so good. If you loved It Ends With Us, you'll love It Starts With Us. And she starts the book by saying, like, I, you know, when I wrote It Ends With Us, like, I, there was no intention to ever be a sequel. She was like, in fact, like, I swore up and down I would never write a sequel to this book or whatever. But she was like, but fans were, have been so great and so obsessed with it and just, like, so wonderful. She was like, I wanted to give you, got like, the fans this this sequel or whatnot. So she was like, purposefully, I'm keeping it, like, much more lighthearted than the first one. Obviously, the first one dealt with some, like, pretty serious, like, deep issues. So this one's not as deep. It's, you know, just more lighthearted of a story. Honestly, it's borderline, like, female fairy tale porn because... Like, if you didn't love Atlas before, you're going to, def- like, girls will definitely just be, like, head over heels from now. But it's, like, that whole thing where, like, this this character is, like, a little too, like, good, like, to be true. You know, he, like, says all the right things, does all the right things. Like, it's just, like, fairy tale porn to me. But I still loved it. And, yeah, so that's cool. And the the, end, the It Ends With Us movie is on hold, like, everything right now because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, people that are, like, bummed about that, like, go read the sequel because it's so good. Lily and her ex-husband, Ryle, have just settled into a civil co-parenting rhythm when she suddenly bumps into her first love, Atlas, again. After nearly two years separated, she is elated that for once, time is on her side, and she immediately says yes when Atlas asks her on a date. It starts with us, from Colleen Hoover. Okay, so that makes it seem like this book is like far further in the future like months in the future it's not the book literally picks off right where the first one leaves so i don't know why it says that the cool thing about it is like you get to hear a lot more about like alice's story and like more and like even though like you kind of knew like he was homeless in the first book and everything and obviously knew like he had shitty parents and everything you didn't really get like a glimpse of it and this this book definitely like tells more about alice's story and family life and yeah it's really good big fan all right. Um, you got any Muzaks? I do have some Muzaks. Huh. All right. This is uh, Earl St. Clair. Ain't got it like that. You might need to go to church now. I got soul and a whole lot of songs. I get love even if I'm dead wrong. And I know that I got what I need even when I don't got what I want. Because I ain't really got it like that. And one day I'm going to have it like that. And I know that it can't stay this way. Earl St. Clair, PJ, ain't got it like that. Do you like that? Oh, it was interesting. Oh, okay. We can go out on this guy. I found this on um, TikTok. Uh, his name's Fulton Lee. Mm. You want to go out on it? Sure. What do you got coming up? Thank the good Lord above. I'm going home for three weeks to chill the fuck out. Yeah. You need it. Yeah, I can't freaking wait. Yeah. I really do. Well, that's awesome. What do you got? I'm going to Portugal. Oh, yeah. Your boy's going to his homeland. He's going back to where he came from. So I'm going out there with Love tw- that for you. 25 of my family members are going out there. We're going to oh, take boy. over Portugal. 
We're going to be in Lisbon. Then we're going down to the Algarves. I'm playing some golf. It's going to be great. When are you leaving? Uh, on the 8th. So I'll talk to the wife okay, before yeah, that. But like, I just got back and now I'm getting excited for that. Yeah, it's all really got going on, you know? Okay. Well, I'm glad to have you back on the show. And I'm even though you yawned the entire time and um, I don't think you really want to do the so show. I'm so tired. I know. I'm sorry. Well, good luck you doing know what? your thing. I want, you know what, though? What? I wanted to do it even less tomorrow night when I get home. I know. Yeah. I'm glad we, I'm glad like, we knocked it out. Sounded, me too. That sounded so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, YFTers, we love you. We'll see you next time. Love y'all. All right. Bye. This is Fulton Lee. All right. Brandy, everything's going to be all right tonight. Just press space bar and you'll be fine. I fucking wish I could do that more than anything. Just press space bar. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.